0: Welcome to the Real Housewives of Rewatch. I'm Sue Funk, and I'm here with myself. Uh, Danielle has given birth, and I will let her share all the details about the baby. But just so you know, the baby's amazing and healthy. Um, When she texted me, I read the numbers wrong on the text. And at first, I thought she said her baby was 12 pounds. It was actually 8 pounds, 12 ounces. Um, when I thought it was 12 pounds, I was like, oh my god, you're a hero. I don't know how you'll ever walk again. Um, <laughs> so I gave her a good laugh in the hospital. Um, but she and Derek are good. And um, so I am by myself this week. And we'll see how that goes. We'll just go on this adventure together. Um, I'm going to recap Roni, Season 4, Episode 7. And it's called Travel Reservations. And it starts with this lunch between Lou and Sonia at a French restaurant. And, of course, Sonia comes from a gym. Like, every time Sonia has a lunch date, she's always coming from the gym. And I'm, I'm impressed by that. I feel like that's her... Knowing Sonia the way we know her, I bet she's like, I am going to work out so that I can eat as much as I can at this free meal. Which I appreciate. Um, she and Lou talk about how they want to go away on a trip. And it's this contrived conversation that we know housewives do. Where they're sitting there and they're like, where should we go? And Sonia's like, well, we could go to my house in Italy. And Lou's like, well, this season it's going to be so cold right now. And Sonia says... Um, it's truffle season, everyone will be there. And I just love the idea of, in Italy, everyone who's anyone who's there for truffle season. Also, maybe I want to go to Italy for truffle season now? I I don't know. It definitely was a very interesting, fun fact about whatever time... I guess they're probably in the fall, because that's when they typically record. Um, so... Lou is gunning hard for Morocco. She's been to Morocco many times, and Sonia's kind of wishy-washy about it. But Lou goes, "Don't worry, I, I can. Ta- I'll deal with the minister of tourism there. He'll let us know where to stay. And it's been quite Westernized. It's like Paris, which, <laughs> if Sonia was drinking water, she would have done a spit take. Her face <laughs> was just like." Morocco is not like Paris, okay? Um, Lou then says that she'll work on getting Jill and Cindy away. Jill, she'll, she'll work on Jill getting there. And she knows that it's going to be tough to get Cindy away from the the twins. And she's like, and Kelly doesn't want to do trips. And Sonia's like, well, I'll get Alex and Ramona. Because we know that this season they've been like very divided. So then we go to this segment where it's like, it's very boring and we only hear one side of the conversation for most of them, I think. Um, Well, no, we hear Jill and I guess we do hear all of them because first Lou calls Jill and Jill says, "It's it's on my bucket list. Oh my God, Bobby, they want to go to Morocco. And he goes, sounds fun. And she says, Bobby says I can go, <laughs> which was really like a funny exchange. Cause I was just like, you know, that this has already been approved. This has already been planned. So Bobby being in the mix and getting a line was adorable to me. Um, Ramona says no. <laughs> She's just like, I, so he's like, come on, it'll be fun. And then she says, you know what? I'll make it work. I'll make it work. It's going to be hard because I'm not going to know any of these. I'm not going to know things, but I- I'm going to make it work. <laughs> and um, I got to say, her plucky attitude, really, quite wonderful. <laughs> um, so then Cindy, Cindy's pretty easy, actually. She's like, yeah, let's go. Uh, My kids, I never see them anyway. No. <laughs> um, then we get um, Alex's response, which is, I love Moroccan food, but Simon hates couscous. And um, Sonia's just like, why why does that matter? Um, And so she's like, well, cuckoo to coos coos. We're going. Um, Which was a cute way to sign off. Uh, And then Kelly's just like, it was rough. She tells Lou that, like, you have no idea what I've been through, kind of. And I'll think about it, but I, I don't think I can do a trip. And she keeps saying because of Ramona, which if we remember Scary Island... Ramona really wasn't doing anything you could definitely say that Bethany was antagonizing and feeding into Kelly but Ramona was really trying to calm her down and I I feel like I this season have been in such defense of Ramona that I kind of want to smack myself in the face but she's defendable I can't help it um so then we go to Alice's teacup, very cute little tea place um good for like kids parties I didn't I was kind of like, oh, I didn't realize that people went in the middle of the day, but it it was empty, so I guess it was a good place to go in the middle of the day. Um, I've had friends who go there and absolutely love it, so I think I might have gone and had high tea there. I don't remember. It's all a blur. Um, but high tea is fun. You get the little sandwiches, and then you're like, oh, I spent a lot of money, and <laughs> that's where... I don't know if it was Alice's teacup or someplace else, but... I went in my 20s to like a high tea and I'll never forget just feeling starvingly hungry after spending $140 on tea and tiny, tiny sandwiches and I had to put it on my Amex because I was broke and it was just such a, it was for a friend. I was glad I was able to do that for her birthday. But it was very much like, oh my God, I have just spent all this money, and now I have to feed myself. Um, so I I don't think they were going for a meal. I think they were just going for tea. Uh, but Lou and Ramona are basically sitting there and they had just gotten into a fight last episode. Um, well, no, Lou had got Ramona had gotten into the fight with Jill. That was when Jill like, remember last episode was like in tears like why is everybody so mean to me I can't believe I let her do it again um so Ramona says she wants to talk about how she feels and um Lou's like well you can't scream at people darling and um you know she oh she also gives Jill (laughs) Lou gives Ramona a gift from Jill and it's like a koala bear that she got in Australia for Ramona and it's just really funny because this thing was probably like a two dollar at the airport gift and like it was so like funny she's like well I have a gift from Jill for you Ramona and like Lou puts it down and it like immediately like topples over it's like this 25 cent thing and like Ramona barely acknowledges it as she should it was kind of like this is so performative that you're handing me this little koala being like it's a gift from Jill ooh thank you so much <laughs> like um, so basically <laughs> Lou keeps escalating this fight with Ramona and it's not even her fight she's just like basically scolding her for having a fight with Jill at this event and Lou asks Ramona she goes how do you sleep at night you ripped into her And Ramona's like, darling, darling, do I look okay? And Lou's like, no, you don't. And Ramona says, I put my foot in my mouth. And Lou's like, you certainly did. And then Lou brings up Bethany. And she says, you know, you don't want to, you know, you really need to make it good with Jill. You don't want another Bethany and Jill thing. And she kind of says it under her breath a little. And I was just really surprised because we haven't really heard much about Bethany. And whenever we do, it's about her feud with Jill, and um, Ramona's like, I'm not gonna let that happen, and I think it was almost like an undercurrent, underneath that, like, that conversation that she's saying, you know, if you don't play nice with her, we, we could all break up, and like, Cindy's not working, obviously, so like, we have to keep the show together, um... So I I thought that was really interesting that Ramona took it very seriously and was like, no, 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 I'll make it good. So um, then we go to Sonia's photo shoot with David Evangelista. Um, He is her hairdresser for the shoot, and he was also Rosie O'Donnell's award-winning hairstylist. Um, He won, like, an Emmy for, for, like, three years just for doing Rosie O'Donnell's hair, which is kind of interesting to me because, like, I guess her hair was pretty good on that show. I don't know. It feels like, Rose, the Rosie O'Donnell show was on forever. But looking back, it was on for five seconds. You know, it just I couldn't rem- I couldn't imagine a world where Rosie O'Donnell's show wasn't on because she was so good at it. And then she changed so much, and everything changed about the show. Um, partially, I guess because she came out. But I feel like it stayed on for a while after she came out. Um, And I also feel like nobody was shocked. I mean, her obsession with Tom Cruise was worrisome. Um, I'm sorry if my refrigerator hum is getting to the mic. I'm really hoping it doesn't. Um, So then we have the hot man who comes for her photo shoot. I don't even know if this man had film in the camera. He is just so hot and he's here to take picks for her toaster oven cookbook and I'm so sad Danielle's not here because we finally get an explanation as to why we're doing this toaster oven book and it is stupid (laughs) it is basically Sonia says well I was interviewed by page six and everyone like I was talking about a charity but everyone was blown away that I said that I cook in my toaster oven and apparently like it went viral in Sonia's mind that everyone who's anyone was talking about it online, which I don't remember, and I couldn't really find that evidence, but uh, uh, sure. So she's <laughs> she's doing this photo shoot and we get the cook, we get the uh, toaster shot. and <laughs> it's her with a toaster and two pieces of toast on a tray. And it says SM on like S on one piece of toast and M on the other. And it she is bending over seductively. <laughs> like, I think even the photographer is like, What is the message we're trying to get across? <laughs> so, we get another setup where she's going to wear a 90 and be on the dining room table. That's the next shot for her book. And so, She is wearing this nightie getting on the table and she goes, oh, I'm not wearing underwear. Famous Sonia thing. And (laughs) apparently this is her trademark this season. I don't wear panties. So she gets on the table and Kelly walks in and she's like, Kelly's like, what am I walking into? This is a photo shoot for a book that doesn't exist. And then (laughs) Sonia is like having trouble sitting herself like she's trying to like pose but it's it's not working out so kelly like comes in and is very matter of fact which is interesting because last season she was like i never was behind the camera but she directs this photo shoot like immediately and she's she tells us that she has trouble like not like not giving all of her critiques but she gives all of her critiques and she's just like you need to do this you need to do that also there's no cookbook <laughs> like what are we doing um so then she tells Sonya to sit crisscross apple sauce and then gets vagina flashed and kelly is be- beyond she just like she cannot take it <laughs> and she's um she's very uh she's very scared <laughs> so then we go to a spa trip and the interesting thing is, is that we don't get Cindy inviting them or asking anything. Cindy's like, I wanted to go on a spa trip, so I paid for everybody to go on a spa trip. And so they get into a sprinter, and like it's Cindy, Jill, Kelly, and Lou. And Cindy tells us that she also, I didn't invite the other girls because I didn't want to. That's her whole explanation of why Sonia, Ramona, and Alex are not there. Um, Kelly tells them about the shoot during their ride and she's like oh and Sonia flashed me my I can't, her like I can't say the word I can't say the word and Cindy's just like just say vagina and Kelly's like well no like I've never seen somebody else's before and they're all kind of shocked like, like Lou straight up is like you are the most sheltered person ever also how are you a model and you've never seen any other woman's Lady bits. And Kelly's like, I wasn't a gyno. Um, which, also weird. Uh, Lou says Sonia is um, hanging out too much with Ramona. And that all of this is Ramona's influence. And that's something that Jill's been saying, too. I feel like they're really trying to break up the Ramona-Sonia alliance. Because I think they really thought that Sonia was going to be on their side. And they didn't really, like put their chips down on the fact that Sonia and Ramona would be so, so close. Um, so Lou is like, so Ramona said that she would text him, she would call you and make up with you. And Jill's like, I only got a text. And it's, it's not, she's not And so, where is this? Sorry, I got lost in my notes. Um... That was basically it for, like, the Jill and Ramona thing. And then they kind of break up into having two different conversations. So there's Cindy and Jill in the back. We don't hear. And then there's Kelly and Lou. And Lou is talking about dating. And we're, like, they're both talking about being divorced. And Kelly's, like, you know, I thought after, you know, being divorced, it would be, like, a feeding frenzy. You know, like... I th- but all I'm getting is bottom feeders and, like, crazy people, basically. And then she just drops that she was slapped in the face or the hand. Like, she's like, you just get slapped in the face with the hand or the rest. And Lou's like, wait a minute. Are you saying you were physically abused? And Kelly's like, yeah, I, I was. And Lou just immediately embraces her And they have a real moment. And it's really interesting because we're in a sprinter van that is smaller than the other ones that we typically see. There's only, you know, the four of them in there. And Cindy and Jill don't really get in on this conversation at all. It's Kelly and Lou, and they have this beautiful embrace. And Lou tells us, you know, I really got closer to her in that moment. And Kelly says it was huge... To, for her to admit it and she tells us she doesn't know where it came from which like okay I'm gonna sound a little weird here but it, it was almost like she's like I don't know why I said that like maybe it didn't happen I'm not okay everyone's yelling at me I get it I get it believe women I totally feel like you know like I'm not saying she's a liar but it was just in that moment where she just maybe was suppressing it but she just felt so nonchalant about it and maybe that's how she copes so i'm not saying it didn't happen but it was just a very weird reaction that she has in her confessional moment Um, but they both agree that they've been closer never closer than that moment and um then six hours later they arrive at canyon ranch and Canyon Ranch is a resort that we have seen previously in the OC. They go to the one in Arizona, and infamously, uh, this summer or early spring, late spring—I don't remember—during the scandal of, of it all, part of it was that Raquel and Tom were supposedly at Canyon Ranch or Mirabal, It was—it's similar. Those was like the the ranch seems. Like a cult, guys. (laughs) Like, I mean, I know that they're supposed to call it like a wellness center, but they get spa treatments and that's really cool. And, um, but it's like, then there's also these classes that seem suspect. Like, we see a drum circle later, but before we get to that, um, I do want to note that it should only take three hours to get there. They went basically to the Berkshires, not even as far as the Berkshires. And, like, from New York to the Berkshires is, like, usually, like, three and a half hours, four, probably. Let's be honest, leaving New York is a nightmare. The GWB, you're always going to get traffic. Um, but they just apparently hit the most traffic, and they it took them forever to get there. And we get there, and Cindy gives them all a gift. And Jill opens it immediately it's a robe she puts it on she's like oh my god it's so nice I'm, I was cold this is beautiful Lou is just could not be more mortified with Jill that she has put on this robe and not only that that she has unwrapped the gift that was given to her immediately and so I just keep thinking like if I had any question to ask Lou Luann right now I would ask like What would you say to you, season four, like, in the earlier seasons, about, like, all the things that she was shocked and, like, basically etiquette disgusted by these women. Now, after all the things that we've seen happen with her, you know, like, you fell in a bush, lady. You sat in a robe. You stood in a robe and said, don't be, just be cool. Don't be all uncool. Like so many things have happened that i'm just like i can't believe this is the same woman, and it was just a funny moment but uh millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from noom like evan who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds salads generally for most people are the easy button right And then they do this drum circle, and it's all white people, and the leader's a dude. But I think most of the class, I think all of the class was pretty much women. And it looked like they had taken people who work at the resort to be part of the event, this like drum circle event. And so. He has them do a rhythm, and Jill complains that her hands hurt hitting the bongos, and she's like, it's all kumbaya. Um, Kelly is banging the drum like kind of a crazy person. She's like very animated and silly, and like she has this glossed-over look in her eyes. It's kind of funny. Um, So then they go around, and the drum circle leader is like, I want you to say one thing that nobody knows about you and so (laughs) Lou goes first and she says I like wearing large jewelry while I'm drumming and like beats the drum because they all like say something and then beat the drum and it was like ooh, what a big reveal but nobody really calls her out on that and then Kelly goes and she says I have an obsession with smells which like Let's go into this deeper. I really want to know more about is it like you're obsessed with like figuring out scents? Are you obsessed with you know like keeping a candle profile going in your house? Which I can totally relate to. Um, I was actually on a podcast called uh Two Minimum. If you're a candle head, highly recommend it's with Selena Kopik. Really fun time. Um, but anyway, I digress. So then we go to Jill, and Jill's big reveal is, you might be shocked, but I actually am not a redhead. And they ask, what color is your original hair? And she goes, it's brown, mousy brown, with a tinge of gray. <laughs> and um, so then it's Cindy's turn, and Cindy says, I'm not as tough as I appear. And Jill goes, that can't be it. That's not good enough. <laughs> I was like, that's where you draw the line like I felt like Cindy's was way more vulnerable than anyone else's you're fine with scents you're so fine with jewelry statement jewelry but you're not okay with somebody saying that I'm not as tough as I look alright mousy brown hair we see you um, and the teacher actually jumps in like the the dude is like actually I think that's a great one and Jill's like well I don't <laughs> that's basically the end of the scene So um, then we go to New York City and there's Ramona and Alex and Sonia and they're at like this like kind of like med spa I would call it like they're getting procedures done. We find out that Sonia's aggressive lipo that we had seen was not actually good for her so they're gonna fix that. And then um, Alex has this face shaving. Um, Procedure, which is a facial, which I know people love facials, but they scare the crap out of me I don't think I could personally sit through one like and especially watching them like carve Alex's face out. It was frightening (laughs) But uh, she also comes with a full face of makeup because she's a model now and she she's like I really should start taking care of my skin now that I'm a model because when asked what she does, she's like, I, I throw water on my face. And they're like, you don't use makeup remover. And she's like, I guess I should start doing that. <laughs> Which I'm like, really? This is, this is the wake up call. Anyway, um, that's basically it. They do like weird procedures where they shine like, gamma rays in Sonia's stomach to make it look smoother? I don't know. It all seems crazy, but everyone's very fit, so good for them. Um, Then we go back to the spa. They cheers with um, apple cider champagne. Kelly thinks it's delicious. Uh, Lou tells everyone that Ramona was complaining about hot flashes. And then they're like, we won't talk about menopause. But I was like, that's really shitty to talk about your friend's menopause when she's not there. I just feel like that's a personal thing. Like, I just feel like when it comes to health stuff, maybe it's just because I, you know, saw the HIPAA <laughs> come into effect. But I'm just like, I can't believe that you're just going to be like, oh, yeah, my friend's going through menopause. Um, but then Jill says asks everyone did you see menopause the musical and they kind of talk about that a little bit and then cindy goes did you see the vagina monocles (laughs) and everybody loses it because they're like you mean monologues (laughs) and then uh i thought it was a very classy vagina with a monocle uh and everybody thought that was funny they all laugh and then um kelly tells us that she feels better after talking about the abuse. She says she had never spoken about it with anyone. She was scared to death to come to the spa. Um, And that's when she admits to them that she feels very fragile. And Jill says, I'm worried for you. You shouldn't go to Morocco. And Kelly says, I'm not going to go to Morocco. And she goes, I can't go on a trip with Ramona. I'm too sensitive. And she tells us I can handle parties and, you know, like, that's an easier out but ramona it gets too drunk and gets off the handle and cindy says don't let ramona ruin your life like this is morocco Why? why is this like you know you're, you're letting this crazy woman stop you um and then there's like a bumper and we're still at the spa and the girls are giving each other one word descriptions for each other and they had to write it out. And so somebody wrote, Cindy's fun, Kelly's lighthearted, Jill is talkative, Kelly is loyal. And it turns out that Kelly ended up writing that about herself. <laughs> um, we don't get to see them travel back from the spa, but we do go directly to Jill and Allie's charity work. And they're dealing with bullying um, and they're talking about the suicides that have recently occurred at this time, which sadly are still going on from bullying, as a result of bullying. Um, So Jill has invited all of the women to this event, um, basically because whoever's willing to spend $200 can come, (laughs) like, and she tells Alex, who's first to arrive, that that's the whole reason Ramona's invited, is because she will give $200. But she's like, I, I just don't want to talk to her. I'm so upset, everything. And Alex says, you know, I think you're assuming the worst about it. Like, I think you're both feeling this way. And Jill says, just keep her on a leash. And Alex is kind of frustrated because she's like, the new Jill is the old Jill. She asked for my advice, but she still does not listen. And I agree, like, I think that Jill's really telling herself she's changed, (laughs) but her actions are not showing us that. Um, Ramona shows up, she's got her Pinot, and she makes a big deal that Jill's assistant requested her to bring a Pinot. So she brings a case of Pinot, and she says that the assistant said, bring a case so that everyone has something to drink. So as soon as she gets there, she asks for a glass of wine from the case that she brought. And she's just, like, very demanding of it. Gets it? But then Jill's like, I asked her for that to donate. Like, to raffle off. Now I, now it's useless. Like, now I have a case of wine missing one bottle. I can't auction this off at all. Um, to which I say, why not just auction it off one bottle by one bottle you might end up getting more in the long run I'm just saying anyway um, so uh, I lost my spot um, Alex is the new Jill okay so then Jill tells Ramona she looks good and they start talking and Jill and Ramona seem okay but they agree that they're not going to talk until they go on the trip Like they'll, they'll talk about it later And they don't want this to be a thing here. Um, And then we find out that the event is also a fashion show. And Lou comes in real hot at Ramona because of this fashion show. Because Ramona doesn't want to share her designer. And Lou tells us that basically Ramona has blackballed her from her designer. Because Lou tried to get a, a dress from... I think it's the same designer from Brooklyn Fashion Week that Ramona is using now. And she says that this is my aesthetic. This is this is my designer. And Luann usually uses Angaro. And she... It's, I don't understand. Maybe she can't use Angaro anymore. But she can't have my guy just because Angaro doesn't want to deal with her. Which I thought was very interesting. Um... But Lou is so mad at her. She's like, you are such a bitch, Ramona. And Ramona's like, I'm not a bitch. And then Lou drops on Ramona and Alex that they all went to the spa without them. And she says, it's because nobody likes you. It's like real, like, I'm going for the jugular because of fashion. Um, Ramona tells Lou, you're picking a fight, which she is. And Alex is like, you're being really negative. And (laughs) then Alex tells us, She's aggressive like a truck driver. She is a thug in a cocktail dress. And a thug in the cocktail dress is an iconic line. I love this line. When she said it, I screamed. I did not realize this was the episode where we were going to get it. And I was so excited. (laughs) She is a thug in a cocktail dress. And, I mean, at this point, would I call her a thug? no is Lou like basically on one she is gunning for Ramona so hard and Ramona's like you're butting into everything you made the Jill fight about you and now you're making this about like now you're making this a fight like this is supposed to be a charity event and you're making it a big deal and Lou just keeps going and Alex is like please stop and that is basically it. Like it starts petering out. And then we have Kelly, um, and I think it's Kelly, Jill, Lou, and Cindy. And they're recapping the fight. And they're like, and Jill's like, well, this is why I don't think you should go to Morocco. And Kelly tells us, actually, I'm not going to let them stop me from going to Morocco. I'm going to do it. And that was basically that like everyone's like oh yay good and I was like I guess you don't care about her mental health anymore Jill um then we get this fashion show guys I don't know a single thing about this fashion show I can't tell you a stitch about this clothing but what I can tell you is that Dorinda Medley is there Dorinda Medley is there we're getting Dorinda face we're getting Dorinda face like her whole like oh my god she just looks like she is shit talking with Ramona and Oh, somebody get Andy in a camera. Like, I wanted that woman wiped up because I felt like in that moment, she definitely had thoughts. Um, also, I don't know why I was like, a failed. That was a weird little thing. I, If I'm talking really fast, I should also mention that I did an a- an ate, a latte art class today. It was so so fun. I highly recommend it. Um, it was Vamos Coffee in Philadelphia. It was affordable. It was fun. It was a great way to spend an afternoon. But guys, I feel like I may never sleep again. The espresso was possibly too good. But I espressoed myself and it was really fun to make art with milk. I used to work at Starbucks. It was one of my favorite jobs of all time. And it was really fun to be able to make those like, I made a heart, I made a dot, I tried to make a flower, I ended up making a fun squiggle instead. (laughs) Um, So apologies if I'm talking 100 miles a minute, I'm just flying on caffeine. Um, And the fact that we see Dorinda, like pre Housewives Dorinda, it's worth watching this episode for that. I would say fast forward to the bullying event. And that's really the meat of it because um, then Ramona goes after the fashion show, she and Sonia go up to Kelly and Ramona goes, well, the three of us are going to have to sneak away during Morocco because I really just want the three of us to have fun. I think we're going to have fun. And Kelly's just like, "Um, I'm scared of you. (laughs) Like, I almost didn't come. Because of you. And Ramona's like, I didn't do anything to you. And they just basically disagree there. And Ramona wants more wine. Oh, also, during the fashion show, uh, Jill leans over to Lou and is like, it's very early. And Ramona has had her second glass of Pinot. So we're now on third glass of Pinot. So I'm wondering exactly how early it is. But I thought it was very interesting that... Jill's really gunning for this storyline of Ramona's drinking so much, and that's what's going on to infiltrate Sonia. Um, so, so, so after the fight with Kelly, Ramona goes to get another class of Pinot, and she actually um, asks the designer's daughter to bust the glasses, which was hilarious because she's like, well, you know, like she's upset that there's like conglomerate of glasses sitting there. And she's like, oh, could you just like bust these? And the woman's like, I'm the designer's daughter. And like Ramona's like, well, I thought you would like the event to be nice. Um, It's pretty funny. Um, There's also a very, very moving speech from Jill's stepdaughter. And we find out that she has a hemoplasm? A non-cancerous tumor in her face. And she tells us this amazing speech, amazing in the sense that it's so brave because she talks about how mean people were and how it made her feel like she wanted to just go to sleep and not wake up, which I'm sorry if that's triggering for people, Um, but it it was in this episode and it's very moving and it's quite beautiful how she shares her story and I tell you all this, I tell you that Ramona sums it up to Jill as saying, um, she was so good, even though she was obviously deformed. And Jill just walks away, which I was honestly impressed at Jill because I feel like Jill had every right to smack her. Cause it was just like, it just the way that she said it was like, it was grotesque. It was weird. Like. It just felt so bad because this woman was so beautiful sharing her story and sharing where, how far she's come and how proud she is of herself. So uh, Ramona's gonna Ramona, guys. <laughs> and I think that's one of the reasons why we watch these shows is because these women are kind of horrible and it makes you feel better about yourself. I mean, I feel like people ask me why I watch Housewives and I'm like, I like it because I would never fight with my friends the way these people fight, and I enjoy getting in that fight with my television and screaming at them. It just feels like I get a release, (laughs) Um, because I'm really not mad at anybody like that. Um, The episode ends by telling us that the next three weeks, the ladies will be on a trip that changes everything, and we get a little sneak peek of Morocco and I'm so excited about going to Morocco. I think I might try and get a guest to do all the Morocco episodes with me so that way we can get through the season a little bit and that way maybe we could just do like the reunion with Danielle when she's feeling up for it. Well, we'll see, it's it's all TBD. It's all making sure that she gets the most time with that precious new baby who is so cute. Um, I hope I'm not giving too much information away. It's her story to tell, but I'm very, very happy um, that there's a beautiful little baby. And I'm very excited because I hope that Danielle gets a cocktail soon. Um, So that is it for me. Thank you for listening to me talking to myself. I will try to get a guest host and I will try to consume less coffee next time. So thanks so much for listening and being a part of our rewatch. I hope that you're enjoying the rewatch. I hope you, if you are, you leave a review. We appreciate it. But um, don't judge it on just this episode because it's just me and that's not fair. (laughs) So um, that's all for now. I will see you either next week or in a couple of weeks. It matters the booking. But we'll be back and we'll be... Chipping through on season four, and we'll be going to Morocco. I don't know what that Morocco was, but it felt festive. All right, guys, thanks so much. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at fifty dollars